Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. On this podcast, I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately while also featuring guests on the show. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with our King while living for His glory. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Hello, friends. Before we start this episode with my sweet friend, Georgia, I just wanted to preface that the audio is a little finicky, and I did not realize it in the moment. So once I looked back and started listening to it, I realized what was going on, but it was too late at that point. So... My prayer and my hope is that you all can still be encouraged from this episode, that you can put the audio and the technical difficulties aside, and that you can still be encouraged, still be impressed to the Lord, and that just the encouragement from His Word and what God has taught Georgia can just bring glory to Him and ultimately bring your eyes closer to Jesus. So just thank you for tuning in and enjoy this episode with my sweet friend Georgia. All right. Well, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I have a super amazing, exciting guest on the show with me. And actually, I was just telling her before um, we started recording is that as I started my podcast about two years ago, I, I was thinking about through some guests that I would love to have on the show. And Georgia Brown was one of them. And I was like, there's no way, God, like I can't have her on my podcast. And the Lord has just been showing me one, how powerful prayer is and that he He does work things um, in that, but also too, that this is a sweet sister of mine. And that truly is what this conversation is. It's just two sisters who are just talking about what the Lord's been teaching us and how he's been moving. And so, yeah, guys, I would like to welcome you to Georgia Brown. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on my podcast, friend. I appreciate it. Girl, girl. I am, I'm beyond honored. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. And we are sisters. Like this is going to be a very real and honest conversation. Mm -hmm. And I'm very grateful for that fact. And I'm so proud of you for doing this podcast. I mean, I, I remember when I started my podcast, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just know (laughs) that I'm supposed to be doing this. So God, I need you to do the rest. And, and I'm so proud of you for making lists of like who you want to interview. Like Mm -hmm. I felt silly in those moments of even me doing that. But now I'm looking back and I'm crossing off names and I'm like, whoa, like, I can't believe, first of all, my faith wasn't there, but now like faith is evidence of things not seen Mm. things for things hoped for. And so I'm so proud of you for walking in hope Mm. and I'm beyond grateful to know you exist and we're going to have so much fun. So, Hey friend, thanks for joining (laughs) us. (laughs) Oh guys, I I love Georgia. This actually is the first time we're talking face to face, but man, y'all, she just has such a heart for Jesus. And I'm just so excited for you guys to get to know her heart more. Um, ultimately just the father's heart through a sister of mine in this conversation. And so, um, Georgia, I'm going to let you take the floor and let you introduce yourself to the listeners today. Oh, hey, friends. Thanks for <laughs> joining us. So I just left camp. And so, you know, that camp high or when you go to a church retreat and all that stuff and you're like, whoa, and then you just got to soak it all up. So I'm kind of in that soaking mode. But man, I before anything, like, you know, when you go to a camp or you meet people and they're like, so what do you do? I, I I don't like that question. I've come to know, like, that question to me is just so silly because that doesn't matter, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just all about the heart. And also, you might hear my cat. Oh, I should have left her trapped in the other room. She's just going to say amen if you hear her. But so my first biggest thing is I just love the Lord. Like, I am his daughter, and 
I just want to do honestly whatever he tells me to do. So really, I just love to be his kid. And out of that overflow, he's just so sweet to be able to allow me to use what he's given me to give it back to him. And so I've just come to this place where I'm like, okay, God, just use me. And I love throughout scripture, it says, whom shall I send? Send me. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to be sent. And so, so far in my life, that's looked like music. For so long, I thought that I could only be used within a three and a half minute melody. Like, honestly, Kayla, like from 12 to 18, I led worship. And so I just thought, okay, this is what I'm doing with my life. That's all I was created to do. Yeah. So I came to college and the Lord was like, Georgia, like, there are so many different sides to your voice. Mm. So then I started a podcast and I got off the platform and I was not leading worship for a while. Mm. I learned to hold a door, to create community, to get in a Bible study, to fall in love with the actual heart of the father. And it's not just like, you know, a Sunday sermon for 30 minutes. It's a daily walk and an intimacy with the creator of the universe that knows my name and made me in his image. Like, whoa. So nowadays it, it, it looks different every day, but I just, I'm nannying, honestly, a lot, which is super humbling. Yeah. I'm podcasting. I, sis, I'm helping on a movie set this fall. Wow. And I'm just going to like, yeah, girl, so, so wild. I'm just going to be there and I'm going to be like the prayer girl and the snack girl to help out for five weeks yeah. with my friends. And I speak and I write and I'm just here. I just want to be a good sister, a good friend, and a good daughter. So that's a little bit about me. Oh, I love it. And girl, we need those snack people and prayer people even on sets, you know? So man, it's, it's just such a reminder that like, even though you may have these seasons of your life where it's like, okay, God, like, what are you doing? You know, and, and you are doing a lot, but it's just like, Okay, he even moves in those simple, small things as well. And so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for sharing about just what the Lord is doing inside of you and just the ways that he's been moving in your life. And um, if y'all haven't heard, Georgia does have songs out, and we will talk about where y'all can find those at the end of the podcast episode. But, yeah, her writing just in posts and songs, it just it shows the Father's heart in such a deep and beautiful way. So. Yeah, oh, I'm just Hallelujah. so honored to Sister, know you. Sister, you're so. so encouraging. You're so encouraging. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you. <laughs> you too. Oh, wow. Well, friends, today we are talking on a subject that is not always a fun one. Um, and I know for me, it's very fresh, a wound that is very fresh. And, and honestly thought I would never have this conversation. Um, as I was just praying about conversation to have with Georgia about a week ago, I was like, okay, you know, I I think God is leading me to talk about breakups with her. And I was like, but I don't need to talk about that. Like, you know, I've gone through a breakup, but that was like an easy one. Like, you know, that relationship only lasted five days. I was like, I don't need to talk about this. Well, the Lord, he moved in mysterious ways and his ways are always higher and better than ours. And I actually went through a breakup a couple of days after that. And that one has been a pretty, pretty hard one and a fresh wound. And um, that's just where I'm just so grateful the Lord is leading us to talk about this right now. And because Georgia, and, and I'm sure you'll share your story, but um, she also went through a pretty hard time last year. And so, um, yeah, we're just going to be talking about breakups today. And like I said, not a fun one, but it definitely is needed. And our hope is from this is to encourage you all, whether you have been through a breakup, whether you're going through one right now, or whether you were in the place that I was that I thought I'd never have to go through this. So, um, yeah, Georgia, I just love for you to, um, share kind of like what you went through, what was the process, but also I know you mentioned like, you know, you, you thought like maybe this was the one. And so how do you deal with that pain 
Mm, that's so good. It's quite devastating when things don't go your way. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> when you think you have it figured out, you're like, I've got this. And it's honestly in that moment when we say, I've got this, that something changes. Kind of like with what you were just saying, you're like, we don't need to talk about this. And the Lord was like, actually. And what I do love too, you said the word wound, like this is a wound. And I'm really grateful that we're taking this quickly to the healer. Because it can be healed six months from now, you know, but this is a little gruesome, but just to get a mental picture, like you're telling me before we started, man, like those mental pictures really give us such clarity. And I love that. That's why Jesus told stories is because we could understand, you know, but so say you have a cut or a wound, like a, a big wound and, you know, you don't get it taken care of. In the moment that it happens, you don't go to the the doctor or to the emergency room. It's not a big deal. And you might be walking around with a broken arm or a visible, you know, gash in your skin. Sure, it will scab over and it can be healed, right? And it will be eventually. But wouldn't you want that healing a little quicker so you don't have to go through the painful process later? Because if you don't deal with it now, it's going to come out later. Like, honestly, just had a conversation with my best friend that we should have had five months ago. And it was really tough and really hard. And so this applies to everything. You may be married. You may be in a relationship. You may be, you know, quote unquote, fine. But there may be other areas of your life that need, you need to take the bandaid off and let's go get some stitches from the healer mm. that truly then you can go back and point at the scar and be able to say, this is the healing that I've received from the creator of the universe that knows my name. And so for me, whenever I went through the breakup, First of all, I was so open and honest with that relationship on the internet just because, sister, for so long, I thought if I'm not sharing this part of my life, I'm not being honest. Mm. I thought I was hiding something from the world. And then I had a friend tell me after the breakup, we dated for 364 days. I broke up with him the night before our one year because I knew I just couldn't go into that Mm. knowing the conviction and what I was feeling. And so this friend said to me, she said, Georgia, there's a difference between privacy and secrecy. And that gave me so much permission to to just know that there's some things that, you know, you can date in privacy private, but that's not a secret. Who needs to know will know. So for me, that was just something I had to learn. But man, it took me a lot of time to process it because I wanted to honor him well. And so I honestly just shared like that big post that I wrote about the breakup like a year later because I was trying to to heal. And so go quickly to the father when you're hurting. If that's in a relationship, if that's with friendship, if that's with a calling on your life that you're like, but Lord, me, like anything, go to him because man, I found so much freedom in that and growth and growth. And so I'm just really grateful for where he's brought me from, but it wasn't always sunshines and rainbows, right? Mm. But there was a rainbow after the storm because that is his promise. And he, he is just your protector and he wants to see you through that storm. And so go to him so he can cover you in those hard times because you don't have to do it alone. Sometimes we do because we have that free will, but he wants you to come to him. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So when you come to him in his presence is rest, mm. So there is not this, you have to come to him when you're perfect or when you've got it all together. His presence brings rest, which brings stillness, which brings wholeness. And so, girl, I don't even know if I answered the question, but that was the overflow of my heart. No, that was so good, Georgia. Yeah, and I, 
I struggle in the Christian community how so many times people instantly just go, well, you know, it's okay. I'm just going to trust Jesus in this or I'm, you know, it's, it's okay. I will get through this. Like I have hope in the Lord. And, and that is so true. I'm not saying it's not, that is so true. And he is the hope, you know, he is our anchor, how Hebrews talks about, he is an anchor to our soul. But on the flip side too, we need to go through that mourning process, you know, because it is a loss. You are losing someone. And like you said, it is a wound you need to take care of. And so instead of just jumping past it and just putting a bandage on it and being like, it's fine, address the wound, you know? And so I really appreciate you sharing that and just, and being real with that. And I can't imagine that pain too, for you sharing it over social media and then having to tell people, sorry, you know, I actually didn't work out. And, um, yeah, it, I just respect your, your bravery with doing that because I'm sure that was not an easy place. So yeah, just girl. And now that you bring that up, like I remember at first when we broke up, I really did struggle for the first few weeks of being like, Oh my gosh, people are going to be so disappointed in Mm me of like, wow. Like I did everything right. I thought, Mm. and I'm like, well, why didn't this still work out? You know, like I did everything right this time because before Christ, like whatever, you know, but now that I'm in Christ, I'm like, okay, I checked all the boxes. I've read all the books. I've listened to all the podcasts, you know, all the singleness stuff. I thought I was ready, but then when you're thrown into the thick of it, honestly, let's just be real. All of the books, all the sermons, honestly, all of that good, beautiful stuff goes out the window and it comes down to your character in the Bible. Are you living out the gospel? Like all of that stuff is good, but it's all supplementary to the actual meat and potatoes of, of who Jesus is. Right. So, all of that was great advice, but now I had to live it out and some, and then even living it out on the other side Mm. of the disappointment. And so I think that's why it's good to be quiet. You know, I, I love to talk like girl, you know, I mean, when you have a podcast, obviously you like to talk. So, I mean, Kayla, you love to talk and, and we love it. And you've got so much goodness to say and contribute to the world but you know what when we're feeling like a part of ourselves is dying right because that is a death right you're having to mourn that if words have the power of life and death yes you could be out of a posture of still speaking life over something that is hurting but allow yourself to be spoken into with life instead of you feeling like you have to create that life with your own words Mm -hmm. because it is in these times where we just feel like like you, you don't even have the words and so the tears do the talking you know and so I really like didn't share a lot publicly but I think that just goes to show like at, at the beginning like be in the private with your people that know you and can mourn alongside you that can truly have that deep compassionate well in their soul that can say I see you because I think at the end of the day even in this we just want to feel seen because right when you when someone says oh Jesus has got this like you're a good girl mm-hmm. like we don't feel seen yeah. we don't feel like you understand and no no one's going to understand in fullness because it's you it's your story but to someone to just sit down and say I see you I've been there and I think that's why when we have these conversations we can build a bigger table by breaking down those walls and using those boards to build that table so why why we do that is we have to to first lead with our own vulnerability Mm. so I I just love that you're opening up and I'm just grateful and honored that the Lord has brought me to a place where I feel free to Mm. share you know and so that's why the healing is so important so then you can share and say me too sis Mm. yeah yeah that's so good and 
yeah, comfort those people so they don't feel alone in that pain. That's so, so good. You know, this wasn't a question that I sent you, but something that's just coming to mind right now. You talked a lot about um, just that fear of letting people know because of that fear of coming across as being a disappointment. And I've had that fear as well um, because we dated at Bible school. And so it was definitely the, the fishbowl of things, you know. So I, I, I totally get that of letting people know and being like, it didn't work out and I feel like a disappointment to you now, you know. And so um, I guess I, what I want to ask is, how do you deal with the lies that are in your head, either on the flip side of like, you know, not wanting to let people know because you don't want to be a disappointment or look like a failure, but also on the other side of things of those lies of I'm going to be alone forever. Nobody's going to love me. I know those are two separate questions, but yeah. How do you struggle or how do you deal with those lies that you struggle with? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, um, that's real. I mean, let, let's talk about the lies. So um, the darkness cannot overcome the light, but what is in the dark, like, can't be overcome. So we got to bring it into the light. And so these lies, like the enemy is so loud in our head, but then once we say it out loud, it, it, it gets illuminated and that shadow can't hurt you anymore. Mm. And so... Oh, bring that lie that you're believing into the light with someone that you trust will lead you to the greater light, which is Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so, man, I just had to talk to my mentor and, and I, I, we use that word like, Ooh, mentor. Like then you get into this whole conversation of how do you find a mentor? All this stuff. Right. Honestly, it's just a big sister in the Lord that her husband works with my mom. And then we became yeah. friends and she's just a great woman of the Lord. And so I just trust her to speak into my life. Okay. So this sweet woman, Sierra, she speaks into my life and she was able to just meet me in my mess and point me to the Messiah and just say, Georgia, like, no, you know the truth. And she would point me to the scripture because Mm -hmm. the truth is what will set you free. Mm -hmm. And so we could come alongside and give all the encouragement we want until we can go to him and bring the applicable word that will actually water all those good, kind just words from the overflow of our hearts. Mm -hmm. And so bringing that into the light and then replacing it with truth, obviously. And I know this is all easier said than done because you just have to believe it. Like you have to walk in it and believe it. And it's, and it's a daily thing. And so I think something else that helped me was when people were trying to, especially I can't imagine at Bible school, you know, when you're around people and they see you and all this stuff, and then they ask you about it or all this stuff, really, um, how would you want them talking about you? You know, and so when when he's not around, I I just would edify him and still speak highly of this man of God. He's just not my man of God. Mm. And you know, that's okay. That's okay. Like there's freedom in that to know that, you know, God's not settling on you. So don't look back. Don't, don't settle on this moment. Don't settle on yourself and keep going. Mm. Keep going because he has such good gifts for us. Mm-hmm. Such good gifts. And we have to believe him and take him at his word, even in this, even in this. And so it took me a while, but man, like, don't even allow yourself to go to the place of, I'm never going to be loved by someone. Like, don't even allow yourself to go there. Like, don't even give that a second thought Mm -hmm. because when the enemy tries to entertain these thoughts, man, I heard someone say over at this camp, they said, you may not be able to control the fact that the bird may fly over your head. Right, that the enemy may try to swoop in with that thought. But you can control if you're going to allow that bird to make a nest in your head. Mm. 
And so we just have to like, when it swoops down, we just have to recognize that that is a bird. We have to recognize that that is not from God. And so the only way we can do that is if we are surrounding ourselves by community when we are weak and vulnerable, which number one, we need community always, but all the more, like don't isolate yourself and that you're in the word of God and that you are just praying and coming to him honestly. So even if you have these thoughts of like, Lord, am I going to be alone forever? Take that to him and say that to him. Mm. Like, just say that to him, Lord, am I going to be alone forever? You know what I mean? Let him take all the hard stuff. Give it to him honestly. Take. He was never afraid of a question that he already knows the answer to. Mm. And so, yeah, like, that, that, that's just all. I, I, yeah, that's, that's just all my thoughts right now. <laughs> that's so good, man. And I, I love, yeah, I, I love how... You mentioned you know, just being honest and vulnerable before God, but also when you think of whoever you just broke up with or had been broken up with, think of still just the good that's in them um, because I, I think that's another just way that the enemy can attack you as well, which that's a whole different thing. But, um, yeah, it, a friend convicted me last night when she was saying that, you know, when Lazarus died, like Jesus, mm. he even though he knew he was going to raise him from the dead, he still mourned and he still wept for yes. this brother of his. And to me, I've just been realizing, I'm like, you know, obviously the Lord knows my pain. He knows your pain. He knows what we're going through. And yet the Lord still sits here with us and he still weeps with us. He still wants mm-hmm. to take on those burdens. He's not like, oh, just wait, you know, it's coming. Like he, He's like, no, 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 I, I hear your pain. I'm going to take your tears and yeah. hold it in a bottle. And I care for you and I love you. And I think mm-hmm. that gives us and the freedom to be honest yes. and vulnerable before the Lord and be like, okay, like you are trustworthy. You are sovereign. You are going to take care of my needs. And so I just, mm-hmm. oh, I love Georgia that you said that. And yeah, thank you for saying that. So beautiful. Girl. And the fact that you said the word brother, yes, Lazarus and Jesus, like they're brothers. And you know what? These men of God or, you know, Christian boys, we, there are two categories here, right? (laughs) Um, These men made in God's image are our brothers. Mm. And if they're not our man, they're someone else's, right? Yeah. And so, you know, praise God, like just praise God. Like there was a breakup. Praise God. Mm. I thought that was the one. You know what? I'm still going to choose to praise God. Mm. I just think of the story of Job, you know, where like all that stuff was taken from him. Everything was stripped away, right? And sometimes when we have all this idea of like, this is what my life's going to look like. This is who it's going to be with. And he takes that away. It's like, how am I going to praise? Like, who am I going to praise? Was I putting my hope in him or in the capital H-I-M? So, um, yeah, just, I I was even reminded with my sisters at this, at this uh, camp that we were at is they were like, Ooh, isn't he precious man of God? And I was like, yeah, but I'm like, that's my brother. So I'm just going to look at him as that Mm -hmm. until he invites me fishing or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's okay. And so that's a whole nother conversation, but just know that that's a brother and you are a sister Mm -hmm. and God has his children. And so come to him as a child, Mm. broken, hurting with the boo-boos, with the joy, with the hope, all of it, like bring it before him and ask him the hard questions. And so Mm. I just think that's really awesome, sister. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good, man. What do you feel like for you with your breakup last year was like the biggest takeaway that you had with that healing Mm. process and moving on? Wow girl. Do we got a couple more hours? Yeah, right. (laughs) The biggest takeaway. Well, I'm going to be 
like, man, I would not be in where I am in my faith if it weren't for him. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, he really stretched me in the best way. Like I, like we prayed together and I know that's a hot topic for people, but you really get to, to see the heart of someone when they bow their knees before the father Mm -hmm. and when they posture themselves because your words are an overflow of the heart. So whenever you're in prayer, you get to see what is their relationship with the father. Is it a thank you for this meal, amen, or or do they know, like, you know, just that that intimacy. So it gave me permission to pray out loud. Like, it it showed me that I do deserve the door to be open for me. And then towards the end, you know, I just, I learned a lot about, okay, he's a great man of God, but I I can't do this right now. Like, I'm I'm not, um, I'm not his mama. Like I, I'm a young woman and there were just things that I took before the father at the beginning and were green flags. And I took towards the father at the end that were red flags, you know, and that's okay. That's okay. And so I still praise God for all of it because I learned and I grew, but really I would not be where I am in my faith because of this. And I know that that's even a hot topic. People would be like, well, but seriously, all things work together for his good, Amen. for his good, but also our good yeah. and for his glory. Mm-hmm. So all of this, right, he uses it all. And so I'm just really grateful like that someone would see me as more than a sister and say, hey, I, I want to pursue your heart mm-hmm. and we'll see if this is what God has. And I thought it was what God wanted forever, but it's what God wanted for that season. Mm-hmm. And that's okay that it was just for a season and I thank God for it. And so I'm excited because that didn't end my faith journey there. You know what I mean? It was the springboard to the next season. And so I'm going to take all of what he taught me and what that guy taught me mm. and move forward. And so I'm pumped. Yeah. It was hard. Oh, it was hard. Hoo-wee. Yeah. But the Lord was in it all and I was never once left. Mm. Amen. Amen, Georgia. Yeah. And uh, as you're talking, that just reminds me so much of what Paul would say so often of, you know, rejoice in your sufferings and that there's like beauty in these ashes. Like that, that's the heart that you have that I think, well, I don't think I know we all need to have that heart of, (laughs) you know, rejoicing in that pain. And that's easier said than done in itself. You know, like it, it is hard. It's so hard. And I'm not saying that it's not because I'm in it right now. I get it. Right. But right. at the same time, like, yeah, like, what did you learn from it? How are you going to grow from it? Like, what is this hard season going to now push you towards, you know, a, a higher prize in the Lord? Like, how is this going to spring you forth to know God better and to grow in wisdom or grow in a different community? Like anything can happen. And that is exciting. And that's where we get to glorify the Lord and just rejoice in the fact that he does know exactly what he's doing. And so, yeah, that's, oh, that's beautiful, beautiful perspective. And I love that. Yeah. Girl. So then here's the deal. We can sit for a minute, but then we have to get back up and stand. Amen. So truly like we can sit in it, sweet Kayla, like we can sit in it. We need to, mm-hmm. or it's going to come back later. Right. Yeah. That wound that we talked about, we need to stitch it up now. Like take a moment to sit, be still and know that he is God. Mm-hmm. And another word for still in another translation, I couldn't tell you which one, but <laughs> I love it. It says cease striving. And I think for even me to try to, to show everybody, oh, I'm okay, or, you know, everything's good, or even worrying about what other people think, like, cease striving and know that he is God. And, and the fact that he is God knows that he is not unaware of our pain. Mm. And so now we just have to bring it to him and say, Father, 
I need you to fix this. This really hurts. <laughs> and so I'm really proud of you for even just wanting to address this now because it, it is hard. And something that I, it was so weird, like even when I was writing that post about like to the one who thought she would be with the one forever, like as I was writing it, the Lord was just like, it wasn't even me. I started even writing like, what else are you breaking up with? Complacency? Like, mm-hmm. are you breaking up with settling? Um, the pushing of your boundaries? Like, are, what else are you going to break up with in this time? Like, let's leave it in the past. I didn't even know where that came from, girl. Like, I was like, whoo, that, that's the Lord. Like, he was just speaking to me. And I was so convicted because it's like, you know, John 15 talks about abiding in the vine. Yeah. And apart from him, we can do no good thing. And so he prunes off every branch so we can produce better fruit. So when he's breaking off these things in our life, in these moments, surrender all of it. Be like, okay, what else, what else do you want to take, Lord, that you don't want me to carry into the next season? But also in the same breath, say, Lord, what are you putting into me in this season? What did you just do that is making me more like you? And so it's twofold. It's it's yes and mm-hmm. like no and the, you know and so oh it's just a beautiful dance and so just allow the father to lead the dance yeah yeah you know to even go with that with the whole the part that you wrote that you were like oh where is this coming from um that was one of the questions i wanted to ask you is just that in that that post that you wrote of with you saying it's time to finally break up with settling. I love that. I I truly, truly love that. But um, I wanted to ask you, like, how would you encourage people um, with breaking up with settling? Like, what does that look like exactly? Ooh, man, to encourage the friend to break up with settling, I really had to believe in myself. It, It came to this moment where I was like, you know what? Like all of these insecurities, like where are they stemming from? Is it from a hurt that I had in high school? Is it something from the home when I was a young kid, like a father wound? Is it a mother wound? Is it a sibling thing that I just really need to work out? Like what am I projecting that I really need to go back and just reflect and look at the Bible? Because it's going to read me right back and just get real with my father. And so it comes with a lot of um, just honesty of like, where am I? Like, where's my heart? Like, what's my motive? Because, you know, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. So even if on the outside we got that smile on our face, is there a smile stemming from our heart? Mm. And so, man, I would just encourage you to to get real Mm. and just, oh, it's just the most freeing thing. And so... Yeah, don't, don't settle. I mean, don't settle because you are made for so much, so much more. Because he's not a halfway healer. Throughout the Gospels, man, it was faith and works, right? But man, you had to have the faith to walk out your miracle, Mm. to walk out your healing. And so these chains, they're no longer on us, right? You're not who you were before Christ. You're not all these things. But now it's up to you to take up your mat and walk. Mm -hmm. Like you're healed, right? After the whole sitting with Jesus thing. And after you, you know, take some time to mourn the breakups. But really it's time to get up and walk and say, you know what? Like I'm not, I'm not that. Like I'm not, I'm not standing for that. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to and stronger who God made me to be in fullness. And so, yeah, 
the chains aren't there. Yeah. The chains aren't there. Amen. And hallelujah for that, that we get to walk out in that fullness and that freedom of Christ. And, mm-hmm. you know, that we're not we're not tied to the bondage of, yeah, of the slavery anymore. And, you know, the law in itself, but, like, we're not bound to these things anymore. And that's just yeah. one thing that I've been dwelling on a lot lately with this breakup is that I'm not tied to a set of boxes. You know, like, I I get to live in this fullness and freedom of Christ, and I'm not to be a person who, okay, check off the box, check off the box, you know, like, I, I've been created as a daughter of the king, and that's where my identity stands, not a set of boxes, so, yeah, I just, I, I love what you said, that was really beautiful. You're, you're right, you're spot on, sister, you know your father, and that's something I just feel like we need to encourage our sisters in or anyone, and, but when we're in these tough times, and we're like, oh, oh, just look him in the eye and say, you know your father. Mm-hmm. Your father knows you. Because we have to remember. And remembrance leads to a deepening of our faith, even in the hard stuff, even in the sorrow, even in the tears. Mm-hmm. So let them fall. Let the tears fall. But let him bottle them up. Yeah. 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 And I, I think with that, it just comes down to, yeah, do you do you realize that he is trustworthy. Do you realize that mm. you can bring these things before the Lord and just sit and cry, laugh, you know, go take yourself out on a date with him? Like, yes. like, do you realize that you can have that deep, intimate relationship with him? And also, is he enough in that? Mm. And I think if people, you know, I had a question for you, but I feel like we've already talked a lot through that is like the, the do's and don'ts of a breakup and, you know, kind of what that looks like. But I think one thing I would personally encourage and I would love to hear from you as well, but I would personally encourage people who are going through a breakup is, you know, yeah, yeah. Come to this place of being real with yourself and think, okay, do I have that deep intimate relationship with God? Cause if I don't, I need to work on that right now. You know, like that's important. And that, that's honestly the only thing that is going to get you through a breakup, get you through a loss of a family member or a friend, like anything in life. And if you're not going to take this pain and use that as a step stool to get to know him better and to grow into intimacy with him, then these painful things are going to continue coming your way and they're going to continue dragging you down and and take this pain that you're going through right now and let it be that step stool that you get to grow deeper in love with Jesus. Like that is just such an honor that we get to grow deeper and deeper and deeper in love with him. And so I know that would be my encouragement, but yeah, what would any final just encouragement that you would have for someone in that? Girl, I really think you said it best. I, I, I just remember before even this relationship, like me and Jesus were so tight, right? Like I talked to him so much mm-hmm. and it was like that towards the beginning of my relationship with this guy. And, but then s- somewhere along the way, it's like, I've got this, like you pray to the Lord, but you don't listen yeah. to hear his response and just these little things. It's it's a slow fade. It's not like one day you just decide, Oh, you know, I'm not a Christian anymore. And sometimes that is people's stories, but, but really what I've seen over time is it's more of a slow fade with people, just a backsliding step, one step at a time. But also, I've even seen people use that archery analogy where it's like, if you have an arrow, I'm no archer. You know, I'm not Merida from Brave or whatever right. you can call it. But, you know, when you pull that back, and even if it's just a degree, mm. 
if you go the longevity of it, like it's not going to be just that degree from that first initial point. When you let go, it actually goes pretty farther than the other direction, even though you were just a tiny bit off there. And I hope I'm making sense. But, you know, truly, we can miss the mark by just a little bit. And so that's why we have to just be with him. And of course, there's grace. Of course, there's love and compassion for all these things. And he, he wants you to come back to the father's house. No gone is too far gone. But I just, there was just some points where I was like, wow, like I'm not I'm not where I was before this and that's okay, but let's get back on track. And so, man, that personal intimacy with the Lord, just keeping in constant communication with him, I think is key because then here's the thing. When the relationship does come, when that next season does come, you get the promotion or your friendships are in a different season, but you still got to be intentional. Like all these things we're still tethered to the vine. Mm. And so just, it's, it's all about intimacy. And so I just, Oh, I just can't like <laughs> say it enough. Just, just talk to him, and also be a good listener. Listen mm-hmm. to what he's trying to say to you, because um, the noise of this world and the noise of other people, even people we love, mm-hmm. can sometimes uh, drown out the the greater whisper. It's a great whisper yeah. that the Holy Spirit is trying to speak to us. Mm-hmm. Amen, girl. Amen. That's so good, and. Man, that that was even convicting to me of just like how I can see. Yeah, the Lord's just using exactly what you just said to reveal to me of like how often, and this is me just being real before everyone, but like how in the beginning of uh, this relationship, I was just very focused on bringing these things before the Lord, but also listening a lot. And through over time, it definitely turned a lot into me just speaking to God and none of the listening was happening. And so I just, oh, Georgia, mm, that was just so good. So, so encouraging. So, yeah, I just, man, yeah. Oh, Kayla, to go off that too, I think sometimes we don't want to hear what God has to say then. Yeah. We're afraid of what we're going to hear from him because then that might require obedience or surrender of even that person. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's honestly then where control comes in. You know, we think Mm. we know better than God. I can't let go. And that also comes down to then not trusting the Lord. Um, And I I just want to commend you, Georgia. I know I I slightly told you this before the call, but I really just want to commend you for taking those steps and for breaking those things off with this guy last year. Um, Can't imagine that pain and also knowing that you would have to share with the world and with your friends and family and all that. But for you to be in that place of listening to the Lord, even to the point where he was telling you to break things off, that is just the obedient daughter that you are. And that mm. is just such a beautiful place to, to be in. And I just really respect you for being in that place. So, yeah. Girl, I received that. And that's very, very kind. And let me tell you what, like that obedience did not come quickly. Mm. Girl, I wrestled for like, what, six months, five months? It was like a long time, like half a year. I was like, this is spiritual warfare. And I'm like, you know, making excuses when the Lord was like, hello, beloved, like I'm right here. (laughs) It's just like, oh man. But here's what I learned. I know my father's voice and Kayla, I cannot begin to tell you. I have been so quick to obey ever since then. Because I'm not questioning his voice. Mm. I know it. So even though it took me so long to see the big flashing red sign in front of me saying, hello, stop. 
man, now I'm like, okay, I hear you. I don't even have to understand, but I'm going to obey. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Like, you don't even have to explain yourself to me. Lord, I don't need a sign because I know your voice. Mm -hmm. It's not bad to ask for a sign. It's not bad to ask for confirmation. I actually think that's great. And even when we don't ask for it, sometimes the Lord will just give you a little God wink and it's amazing. But we have to just be looking for him, listening and leaning in because he wants to give us more of him. But so oftentimes we even settle on the Lord and we're like, I'm good. Like, I'm good with what you've given me. And you know what? He will be okay with that. He's like, okay. But that's not his best. He wants you to keep going. I mean, that was our sermon at church last night, even with Exodus. I think it's Exodus 33, where Moses was like, I just want to see you. And so he covered his eyes and he, God showed him his backside. Mm. He said, I'm, you can't see the front of me, but I will show you my backside because you want to be that much in my presence. I'll show you a glimpse of me. And I, when I walk by, I will uncover your eyes so you can see the backside of me. Like mm. that's what, that's what God wants from us. Like, do you want that much of God? Like that he would walk tangibly. The Holy spirit would fall like, man. So it's up to us. Like we get as much freedom and healing and much of the Lord in this lifetime as we want. Mm. It's up to us to receive it and chase him and just continue to invite him into everything. Even the hurts and hangups of breakups. Yeah. Yeah. Preach Woo. it, Georgia. Let's go. Wow. Let's go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, friend, I I just love you. I know I just met I you, you, but I, I truly love you as my sister and friend. And I love just you, too. So, so thankful that we got to have this conversation today. And I know it encouraged me, and I just pray that it encouraged whoever's listening to this. And, um, yeah, just keep chasing after Jesus' heart. You're doing so many wonderful things for the kingdom, and I'm honored to just walk alongside you and support you and see these things. So, yeah. Ditto. Right back at you, sister. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, I just – would love to ask for you to share kind of where people can find you. That always such like a stalker comment, you know, like where can people <laughs> find you? But um, yeah, where, they, so can, funny. where can they follow you and, and find these posts that we're talking about and music and all of that jazz? Yes, honestly, it's so funny. Like, man, you're right. It really is like stalking, but I never think about that. <laughs> like it's that way because we're so connected in this world, even though like, girl, we're not even in the same time zone right now. It's just crazy. Yeah. Like God is just incredible. And I love that technology can be used in this way. So I love to hang out on Instagram. I think it's so fun. Um, I'm over there at I am Georgia Brown, my little corner of the world. That's where I like to hang out. <laughs> and also I have a podcast that we do little episodes on Friday. Faith and friends is fun. Come hang out oh, sometime. Yeah. And go see music anywhere you stream your good old tunes. That's where you can find me. Just under my name, George Brown. And I'm really excited. I have a fun project that I will be talking about real soon. That'll be out next year. So stay tuned. Okay. Oh, man. I'm even going to stay tuned. I need to know about this. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Georgia. And, yeah, everyone, make sure you go follow her and just, um, yeah, listen to all the podcast episodes. She's just on fire for Jesus and is inspiring. And our world needs more people like you. So thank you again, Georgia. You're just awesome. Thanks, girl. See you next time. Yeah. Bye, guys. (laughs) 